It was a big game and a big story which eventuated at Marvel Stadium last night as the Brisbane Lions ran out 24-point winners over the Māori Magpies. This is how it went down. Here comes Cameron at the front of the pack, falls. Oh, bursting through. Archie! Dano picked it up cleverly, cleanly. And that was a great snapping goal from Joe Danaher. Charlie Cameron turns Quainer inside out. Over the door for Eric. Takes a bounce, runs in. And Eric's kicked another one for the line. McCluggage picks up the crumbs. Fletcher with a nice step. And there's your sealer. 16th win of the season for the Brisbane Lions. They fire a big shot come September. Uh, you're right, Howie. It certainly was a big shot. And uh, Lockie Neal, outstanding last night. Uh, Joey Danaher, fantastic. Lockie Neal with 31 possessions. Dunkley with 25. McKenna, 26. As the Lions, I thought, made a big statement. I think they're the premiership favourites, Joey. Uh, Collingwood are still the premiership favourites. I think they're a false favourite because you look over the... And you, you say this all the time. Yes, Collingwood's start to the season was magnificent. They looked invincible. Over the past four to six weeks... What has gone wrong with a backline? They conceded another 124 points last night. Yeah, anyone who, who's still going to try and, I suppose, make excuses for Collingwood and say they've got some injuries or it's because they're on top of the ladder, you, you need to go back. And, and we spoke about it, Jay, six weeks ago, and you, you go back since round 13. So the last 10 weeks of footy, mm-hmm. their numbers indicate that they are just an average side. The way their defense, their contest work, their, their inside 50s against, and their 6-4 and four win-loss record. And that looks okay, but two of those wins were very lucky. Adelaide at the MCG, inaccuracy. They probably should have lost the Port Adelaide game where they were dominated but found a way to win. They maybe covered over some cracks. Mm. This has been coming for the second half of the year. Yes, they were dominant in the first 10 weeks of the season, but what matters now coming into finals is your form at the back end of the year, and they're going to have to have a dramatic turnaround in form if they are to want to win this premiership. You can't just flick a switch come finals time. Mm. It doesn't happen. History says it doesn't happen because you are going to be coming up against the very best who are at the prime and the peak of their power. So they've got some work to to do the pies. We'll get to Craig McCray in a second, but what's happening back there? Why are they suddenly so loose? What 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 is what has changed back there? Jeremy Howe's playing forward. They're crying out with Darcy Moore out. They're crying out for someone like him to intercept Mark. Why is he playing forward? There's two parts for me. The first part, early in the year, they were dominating winning the ball in the middle of the ground. So mm. that protects your defense. And they had all the numbers around the footy. So even if they didn't win the ball, they pl- applied enough pressure that it allowed their defenders to take those intercept marks. Now that they are losing more of those contests in the middle of the ground, teams are walking through and getting easier looks going inside 50. Mm. And it's putting Collingwood's defense, who are quite a loose defense. They like to zone off and support one another and help out. But when the ball's coming in, and they are conceding a lot more entries than they are providing at their own end, it's just putting them on the back foot. And it's been building for for four, six, eight weeks. So a lot of people are saying no Dacos, no more. This is why they're struggling. But you're saying, Jerry, it runs a little deeper than that. Well, it is because how much would to see Dacos, Dugowie, I mean, Darcy Moore he had been playing. But they've conceded now their last four games, Limo, 93 points, 105, 101, 124. That's not Nick Dacos. Nick Dacos is not really helping no. him defend. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the defense stuff, which is your system and, and your work together and and all the, the key parts that all premiership teams need to have is just not there. Very interesting. Craig McRae, the Colomer coach last night, conceded they got a big problem in that back half. I think the last four or five weeks we've, we've just conceded too many goals, too many points. Number one defensive team in the competition for major parts of the year, but... Yeah, we've lost that mantle in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we're not happy with the way we're defending the ground. They're in different phases of that. I think our pressure's been good, but um, yeah, we're not defending the ground like we once were. But the absolute highlight last night for mine, mm. uh, Devin Robertson. Yep. <laughs> having his jumper ripped off and actually playing jumperless yes. 
for a little while, which I don't think I've ever seen. Have you ever yeah. seen that, Joey? I can't think of a time. I've seen Corey Enright running around with that shorts on for a while when he did his speedos, <laughs> but not uh, without a top. Uh, Jumpless, and I'll tell you what, if I had a rig like Devin Robinson, yes. I'd be I'd never put a shirt on. <laughs> uh, this is how the Triple M team called it. Looks fantastic, and he's not going anywhere, Dev. He's staying out there, Bailey. He could get a possession here, which you'll get the cameras on him, which I think is what he's after. He gets caught with the jumper. Elliot's had enough of it. He tries to get away like Superman. Now he's lost the whole thing. He's thrown it in the air. And now he's bare-chested. It's like Hulk Hogan in the wrestling dance. And he's topped off. He tops off. standing on the mark, no top on. It's skins versus jumpers. And he, he, you can't be allowed to play without a jumper. He's got a rippling six-pack and pecs. You could have your dinner off. <laughs> Have your dinner off his pecs. Are we learning a bit about how he <laughs> with that comment? Uh, Chris Fagan spoke about it post-match as well. Well, I suppose if I had the build that um, Devin yeah. Robertson has got, I'd be probably pretty happy running around for a couple of minutes with, with no top on. And I'm sure that those who like that sort of thing in the audience would have been pretty happy too. <laughs> yeah. Those who like that sort of thing. Yeah. I think we're all putting our hands up there, right? Um, it was a magnificent look. Have you ever seen a man just in less of a rush to put his oh, shirt back no, on? No, I think no. that's the main hey. takeaway. Hey, as we touched on Brisbane, 24-point winners over the Collingwood Football Club. Are they the team to beat now, Joey? Oh, they're in the box seat to play in a grand final because now I don't think they should be leaving the Gabba. They play St Kilda next week at home. Mm. They've won 29 of their last 33 at home yep. or 32. Then they'll have a first final. They should be winning that, stay for a prelim. So I think right now they've got one foot in the door to be at the MCG grand final day. Is it a choke if they don't make the grand final? Oh, I've got Leroy, Brisbane supporter, nodding. Yeah, I think it would be because this is their fifth crack at it now, Lemo. They've been a top four team for five years. At some point, you have to get to a grand final, and they are not going to have a better chance than they will this year. Yeah, absolutely. Fully fit, home prelims, at the right age, maturity-wise, with all their personnel. They lack nothing. They lack for nothing. No excuses. At different points... Basically, five teams have been the form team of the comp this year, <laughs> and they're the top five. Collingwood, Brisbane, Port Melbourne, and Carlton. Who then will Brisbane play in the grand final, well, in I've, your opinion? In my opinion, I've still had I've had Melbourne my number one seed for a long way out. I think that their contest and defense is more is the most is the best in the competition, and that holds up in finals. And now they've got a bit of their offensive flow going. I, I still think Melbourne are the team for me that I'd be wanting to uh, put my faith in if I had to.